Hello everyone welcome to let's talk digital in this episode we are going to talk about a very concurrent issue that's going on which is about how we should be deleting our chinese apps how we should be stopping the whole funding that's going from our country to china we are the chinese companies that are operating in india and there is a lot of debate there are a lot of fact driven videos that are circulating some of them have legit good sourced information lot of people are worried that indirectly or directly we are funding the chinese economy which is then using that money to route it through other countries and is is kind of establishing a boundary around india now this boundary is like a future insurance for china that in case you know situation turns bad or there is a situation of war china can always mobilize those boundaries which are in sri lanka in pakistan and in other countries around india china can easily mobilize those investments in other countries and then uh, use them to corner let's say india this is not just something that china is using as a strategy against india but the videos that i have seen all the fact driven articles that i have read it's been talking about how that's a common strategy that china uses across the world with other countries where it kind of funds the other country and especially the the countries that aren't that well off it funds those countries and then when the country cannot pay them back china uses that as a leverage and gets them to do their bidding so some people are also doing their part in getting this whole action into place which is making india a uh, self sufficient or atmanirbhar as the prime minister talked about you guys might have already heard what's happening there have been clone apps of chinese apps like there is a clone for tiktok it was called mitro which is now taken off by google play store there is an app that allowed you to detect and remove all the chinese apps in your phone again that app has been now taken off from google play store google cited that this app violated the the guidelines the platform guidelines and that had to be removed due to that the tiktok clone app mitro was removed because it apparently did not and i'm just quoting google's update on that that the app did not add any value it was against the guidelines and violated the policies of the play store so the question here is is it really possible for all of us as a country to kind of get rid of any company that's kind of routing money taking the money from india and then routing it to china is it really possible to do that and to what extent is china's economy kind of integrated as a part of the indian economy So in this episode I'm just going to talk about a larger economic issue here an integration that China has with India I'm going to start talking about some companies that you all have heard about you are using day in day out and those companies are actually funded by chinese companies they use technology from china a lot of these are technology companies so I'm just going to start naming a few companies and we'll talk about that Uh, but before we start off the first thing i want you to remember and know is that amongst india's top 30 unicorns which are startups which are worth over a billion dollar valuation out of these 30 unicorns 
18 of them are Chinese funded and technology driven. That's crazy, right? That's a lot. So even apart from these unicorns, there are at least 92 major startups in India that are funded by China. So let's start taking a look at all the companies that have Chinese investments in them. The first one is Paytm. Paytm is one of the largest startups to have kind of made waves in the Indian startup ecosystem. It is the first Indian company to receive funding from Chinese e-commerce company Alibaba, which has now raised over $625 million. Paytm has been always talking about how this is India's method of payment and all that. But there is a huge Chinese investment in this. The next app that i would talk about or the company i would talk about is hike hike is a cross-platform instant messaging service for smartphones it's uh, one of the competitors to let's app or viber or telegraph so it's it's one of those instant messaging apps so it has recently raised a new round of funding led by chinese internet giant which is tencent holdings and foxconn technology group of taiwan this has valued this company over 1.4 billion dollars that's a huge investment in hike that's come from two of these giants from china tencent is one of the larger investment groups and it's you'll you'll be surprised to know how many companies does it have its foothold in the next company again that you've heard about is Snapdeal. Snapdeal is an e-commerce company. It's as of now raised around 1.58 billion dollars, which is over 10 crores from 23 different investors. Some of the top investors in the company are SoftBank, Kalari Capital, Nexus Ventures, eBay Inc. Its top investors include SoftBank, Kalari Capital, Nexus Ventures and eBay. You'll be surprised to know that one of the investors, SoftBank Group, has the largest shareholding in Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba Holding Limited. So again, there's your Chinese connection. The next company is your mobility startup called Ola, which is a competitor to Uber. It's one of the largest mobile apps. It's competing head-on with Uber. The Chinese car app company, which is called Didi Choing, has invested in Ola. So far, Ola has raised around 8,200 crores, uh, which is through 21 investors. But again, there is a Chinese connection there. The next two startups I'm going to talk about are the the travel startups called iBibo and Make My Trip. Make My Trip is the largest online travel company in India. So Make My Trip then has acquired iBibo Group. Together they have, you know, they brought together a lot of brands uh, like Make My Trip, Go iBibo, Red Bus, Ride and Ride Stay. All of them are under a single umbrella. So the two large investors in these companies, the first one being Naspers, which is South African based, and the other one is Tencent, Chinese investment holding company. They jointly hold 91 and 9% stake in iBibo respectively. So Tencent has a 9% stake in the company. So again, there's a huge Chinese connection there. The next company I'm talking about is one of the largest e-commerce companies to have emerged out of India and probably now in the world. The company is called Flipkart. It is now acquired by Walmart. So again, Flipkart has raised one of the largest fundings from Tencent and eBay Group and Microsoft. So Tencent again being your Chinese holding company. The next startup I'm talking about is called MyDermacy. It's a Delhi-based online health and wellness company that has received an undisclosed amount of funding in pre-series A round of India-focused Chinese venture capital firm. 
the firm is called Cyber Carrier, which has also invested in Zoom Car and India Lens. So, if you go through this whole list, you will realize that even though this is a small list and I haven't named all the companies, and trust me, there are huge legacy companies also which have got this whole Chinese funding to them. and when you say that okay i'm just going to get rid of everything chinese around me that would take more than just deleting the apps that will involve you stopping using a lot of chinese products a lot of products which you believe are indian but are actually chinese if you want to get into the whole mode of getting rid of anything chinese in your life the first step is to get educated find out which companies in india are actually funded by chinese companies or the chinese government there is a good way to find that out you can visit the website called in investindia.gov.in this is where you will be able to find out all the investments that china has made in india in any companies and you will be surprised to find out the names that you see there there are a lot of names from legacy and large corporate houses and including power sector and other essential sectors so i think the first step yes you have to get educated and you have to remember that you cannot abruptly get out of usage of anything chinese just because you have decided today you can't just by tomorrow get out of this you need to do that as a phased out approach you have to start with eliminating buying anything new that's got anything to do with china then you have to start phasing out other things if you are running out of something that was originally chinese now you have to understand that you have to buy something that's made in india for that you'll also need an education about your local homegrown companies homegrown startups whether it's technology or your fashion or or your essentials or anything you have to get educated in that so do not shy away from supporting indian startups do not shy away from buying locally also start advocating anything that's india this also comes with a contingency that indian startups and indian industry will also have to evolve india has always been a great servicing country it's great at providing services but india will have to kind of evolve into a high quality manufacturing country and also kind of keeping the prices to a level where it does not kind of kill the other homegrown companies that will be dependent on india so china had one of the biggest advantages because it's great at manufacturing it also had uh, an advantage of cheap labor which is why china was able to kind of keep the costs that low for manufacturing anything i have personally dealt with manufacturers in china i used to import a little bit in the past and i know the kind of costs and the kind of quality that that i got from there was very difficult to find in india but over the last couple of years or one and a half years i've actually stopped importing from china i'm closely studying the indian industry and seeing what kind of indian companies are making that kind of a shift and becoming customer oriented and improving the manufacturing quality so of course that's also an ongoing process it's we cannot expect india as a country to suddenly become a manufacturing focused country that's also going to be a step by step approach but i i don't want to repeat everything that's been already said in other videos uh, and podcasts and everything else i don't want to repeat the whole thing but the key takeaway from here is first step is getting educated 
which companies are completely homegrown indian without any foreign investments uh, the second step is understanding i mean not the second step but the other part of getting educated is knowing which companies are funded by china or chinese companies how deep rooted those are in the indian economy in the indian startup ecosystem knowing all those things and once you have kind of known those things then start making those small changes in your life and start adapting to and buying only the local goods and services and start doing that and that's where you become self sufficient or atmanirbhar as pm modi calls it i hope this was a great session for you it was helpful and knowledgeable for you guys if you want me to talk about something specific you can reach out to me on instagram the handle is @young_urban urban project or you can just email me at hello at youngurbanproject.com so my name is puneet tandon it was really nice having this podcast session with you stay tuned we'll be bringing out a lot more i will see you or you will hear me soon see ya bye bye